Today on Doomed! Have you ever wondered what it would be like to get a bunch of flat earthers in a room together at one time? Uh, wonder no longer, because today on the show, we have Kelly Weil of the Daily Beast joining us to discuss her first-hand experience attending the Flat Earth Conference. That's right, people who believe the Earth is flat actually get together for more than one day, and they discuss, uh, I guess, their belief that the Earth is flat. I don't know. That's why Kelly's here to tell us all about it. So let me just bring it, uh, bring Kelly up on the uh, screen here for all you YouTube watchers. And Kelly, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So you went to the flat earth conference where, where did this happen first of all where are these guys getting together to have this uh flat earth meetup so this was in denver colorado and colorado is actually like a hub of flat earthers like it has a huge fan base there so a lot of people didn't really have to travel far which was nice you know it's uh it was like half uh, online community, half IRL community. It was, it was a cool vibe. <laughs> a cool vibe at a Flat Earth conference. But I bet it was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. I mean, the first day was fun and that it was like, okay, wow, you know, this is a very new experience, you know. Some of it's a little funny. Some of it's just kind of blowing your mind. You get good interviews. And then by the second day, it just like it became kind of dystopian for me, just kind of talking to all these people who have just such a fundamentally different understanding of what the world is for you. I almost got just a little uh, a little psyched out by uh, by the second day and I needed to just like take some time away. And I spent that time uh, writing my piece. But yeah, it was um it was a lot. It was uh, just in terms of speaking to people, in terms of like the presentations they had, it was kind of overwhelming. And I can imagine if you're like a first time flat earth goer and you're like a true believer, it would be a really like um, really compelling experience. Right, right. I mean, so let's I guess let's let's just talk about first for people who are uh, who don't know what a flat earther is and what a flat earth conference is and what flat earth even means. Can you just give us a little bit of background? What is a flat earther? I mean, I feel like it's, it, it sells itself for you, but <laughs> I guess let's explain it a little. Yeah, flat earthers believe the earth is flat and there's not like a 100% consensus across the community, but what most people at this conference thought is that earth is a flat disc and it's covered by a dome and you can't reach the edge of the dome because there's big ice walls all around it. Um, so that's what they think. Um, wow. This group thinks, yeah, this group thinks there's no such thing as outer space. There's nothing outside the dome. And yeah, and everything's just basically in this little snow globe. And that's it. That's the universe. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really um, interesting belief system. A lot of it ties into like fundamentalist Christianity. Um, and yeah, people who believe it are diehard. Oh, so there's a, there's a crossover with with, I guess, people who also believe that you know, Jesus was hanging out with the dinosaurs? 
Yeah, definitely. And it's not like true of everyone. I mean, I met an atheist there. Um, some people, yeah, he was actually, he was really fun because he was like kind of creeped out by a lot of the more fundamentalist people. Like I met him, I was like walking around the hallway. He's like, yeah, this presentation's too religious. I'm just going to check out. I'm like, it's amazing that you're skeptical in one sense, but you're like right. completely convinced the earth is flat. Um, but yeah, so there are a lot of fundamentalist Christians and, you know, there's people who believe in like more um, pagan stuff. There are atheists and people have found um, have found, you know, references in like, you know, uh, Hindu sp- spirituality. You know, if you read far back in any book, you're going to find some metaphor or some, you know, pre-modern science thing that refers to like, oh, the sky's a dome. And it's not meant to be literal, but people who believe in certain religions do take it literally. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's something else though. An atheist who's a flat earther. I mean, how how does that happen? <laughs> I, so my guess, well, he actually told me a lot of the process. Um, a lot of them get into it via um, like lesser conspiracy theories. A lot of them are into like 9-11 truth. They get into chemtrails. They get into, a lot of them have like a very... Um, skeptical view of the government so there are variants like surveillance and stuff um and yeah i think maybe just in this one guy's uh case he's so skeptical of everything that he's managed to teach himself that um you know be skeptical of what they say uh the earth looks like yeah it's um (laughs) (laughs) it's skepticism to its uh just nth degree you know but the flat earthers have been around for longer than some of those other conspiracy uh, theorists that you mentioned, haven't they? Yeah. So I think sort of the modern flat earth movement started uh, around the late 1800s. Um, and it's kind of had its rises and falls um, throughout the 20th century. Usually it's big when there's a big leader. Um, it seems to sometimes inspire like a cult like following. Um and it was kind of on the decline going into the um, the 2000s. But what really brought it into the mainstream recently was um, was the Internet. Um, the Flat Earth Society started a forum, I think, 2004. And then when it really hit its stride has been around like uh, 2014 to 2015, which is when all these YouTubers started making their Flat Earth videos. And that is when just, yeah, that's when everyone just started flocking to it because as you know, YouTube is this great vehicle for having long, rambling conspiracy videos, and it feeds you into the next video about it and the next. And it's, it's a really, it's a good sell for bad ideas, um, and that's just how it, it hooked so many people. Right, right. No, but who, so the Flat Earth Society, though, they're, do they, they're like, what, the, the main Flat Earth organization? What are they? Because <laughs> honestly, when, when I heard the, heard, first heard of Flat Earthers, like, it was always in the context of that group, the Flat Earth Society. Like, I never heard of Flat Earthers outside of that, actually, from the earlier, like, uh, days of the conspiracy, at least. Yeah, so it's funny. It's moved so far uh, beyond that. So I think the Flat Earth Society is still the largest, but they are by no means, like, the definitive one now. So the Flat Earth Society actually has beef with um, most of the people organizing the conference I went to. So part of the reason is like their model, right? Um, the people at the conference I went to believe that the Earth is probably covered by a dome. Flat Earth Society doesn't really push that. Um, but because everyone is so conspiratorial, the, um, the people at the conference I covered, 
suggested that the Flat Earth Society is actually a government psyop uh, designed to undermine the Flat Earth community and make them look ridiculous. And they say it's ridiculous that um, that anyone would think the Earth is just this uh, this frisbee floating through space because that's not what these people believe. They believe it's a dome and there is no space. Um, so, Natu- naturally, all these things naturally oh, flat. Yeah. Right. There's there's um there's a whole panoply of flat earth believers and wouldn't you know it they don't all get along. So oh, let's let's go right into that then. So what's what are the different like I don't even know how to go about this. What are flat earthers fighting about? Um, <laughs> Every, oh my god. Everything are- under the sun? Do they believe that there is a sun? <laughs> so <laughs> That is a point of major contention. Some people say there is a sun in the middle of the solar system and we're on it like a little disk that's orbiting it. These folks that I spoke to mostly say it's the dome and that there is a sun, but it's a really small thing and it's like circling above overhead. Um, And yeah, it's like it's there is no consensus. Um, What's the weirdest model I've heard of? Oh, they had, so to like, so they wanted to appear impartial. They're like, we encourage everyone to do their own research. So um, the first night of the conference, they had a debate, right? I'm like, hell yeah, we're going to debate flat earth. No, the debate was between a fundamentalist Christian who believed in flat earth and a fundamentalist Christian who believed that the earth was round, but that the sun orbited the earth. So it's like, there is every every like little niche conspiracy you want to get into here. There actually is room for it, and like in that way, it's like kind of a it's it's diverse, right? It's uh. But what was that guy doing at a flat Earth conference? There should be some sort of like sun orbiter conference or something. He was he was just there. He was there for the debate, um, and he does have like some some fans in that community because he comes from the same like very like literalist Christian reading and you know like skeptical about a lot of other uh teachings but just he just differed in the uh in the earth shape how how weird is that though that like you know like you know you could have uh, be a fan of someone who doesn't share all your beliefs but if your belief is that the earth is flat like and that is what you believe how how can you also go about being like that guy who doesn't believe the earth is flat I like his ideas, even though, like, it's not like something like the earth being round or flat doesn't seem like there's some sort of middle ground you could agree on. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think when you're, like, arguing what the sun is and, like, does it orbit earth or is it stuck inside earth? Like, I feel like your community is pretty small, so you take alliances (laughs) where you can. (laughs) So... Ah, man. So, so you get to this conference. So let's, let's move back just a little bit. So how, how is this? Cause I, I want to really, you know, I've, you know, I could, you come on, you, I have you on to talk about flat earth society and flat earthers, of course, but you have this one of a kind experience. I don't think I've ever, I don't know anybody other than you who's ever attended this thing. How many years has this been going on for? This is only the second annual one. So like I said, like 2015, huge year. Most people I talked to there um, got into flat earth in 2015. And that's when all the, all the YouTube videos they're citing, all those YouTubers started 2015. Um, so I think there's been like two or three conferences in Canada too. There's a lot of flat earthers in Canada. Um, there've been some conferences in the UK. Um, but this is new and this is their biggest conference. So, um, as far as like them coming into the real world, coming out from behind the screen, it's, um, it's kind of a burgeoning movement. 
some, somehow, honestly, this is the craziest part of it to me. Because as someone who's been following like these conspiracy theories for so long, Flat Earthers to me were always the uh, the old, boring one. You know, it's got the, the old timers. They've been around forever. They're like one of the OG conspiracy theories. People have moved on because of the internet being bringing even kookier sorts of conspiracies to light. I did not realize that they've had some sort of revival. Yeah, it's um, it's funny because like I talked to a few people who were like they're like who are old timers, right? <laughs> One of the first people I talked to said he's like we're, we've been here like longer than almost anyone. We've been in the flat Earth community since two thousand eight. Like that's not that long, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I, what I think is interesting is like my guess. I, I haven't been following flat Earth since you know pre-internet times, but my guess is um, from what I've read, it, it was more of you know it was more of a biblical thing, or um, you know it was it was more scholarly. It didn't have the vibe it has right now, where a lot of it's um, a lot of flat Earth discussion is um, conducted in like Facebook groups, and you know it. it it brings in the uh, the bad conspiracy Facebook memes and the all caps messaging, and you know that's not to make fun of people's tech literacy, but it's interesting how the um, how these platforms have sort of influenced what is the norm for discussion in um, in this community. Because I'm sure it's way different from you know back 20 years ago when people were only doing flat flat Earth meetups in real life. Right, right, yeah. Because because so, so many conspiracies now, uh, you know, were birthed from the internet, or you know, if, if it didn't doesn't have if they don't have anything to do with online, they sort of sprung up thanks to the internet. Whereas you know, flat Earth is sort of one of these pre-internet like you said it's like a pre-internet conspiracy but i i guess i just thought like oh i'm seeing a lot more talk about flat earth i guess the 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 flat earthers have finally realized that they're you know they're a little bit behind on science or technology (laughs) so they just discovered the internet or something i truly did not realize that there was some sort of i don't know born again flat earther where they've just all of a sudden sprung out sprung up anew yeah, I mean, like, it's a whole new economy, right? Is it, I mean, for I think probably for a little while, it was easy to be a big name flat earther on YouTube, because all you had to do was go on YouTube and be a flat earther, and you'd be really <laughs> novel. No, not so. You have to have, like, a niche, right? There's, like, flat earth musicians. There's guys who specialize in, like, um, in doing things about outer space. Like, you know, they'll look at um, pictures, like, footage shot from the ISS and like point to like a little bit of debris and be like, that's a bubble. Uh, that's a water bubble. And it was, uh, filmed in a tank at NASA headquarters. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, people have to specialize now. It's, um, it's not, it's not enough just to be a conspiracy theorist has really hit its uh, online stride and you can, you know, sell any idea or sell any merchandise. Yeah. It's, um, it's sort of, moved into that model that we've seen a lot of other flat earthers or not sorry flat earthers uh other conspiracies right i i literally just got a tweet from someone on uh someone with the username at flat earth expert saying saying i don't know if that conference is really representative of the majority of flat earthers none of the biggest names in the flat earth movement were really there I beg to differ, and I understand where that person's coming from. Obviously, there's different models of flat Earth. It might not be representative of your belief, 
But I think a lot of the big names were there. Um, oh, come on. Like Rob Skiba was there. Mark Sargent was supposed to be there. Canceled last minute. Um, I'm going to be really bad with names. I'm sorry. But no, it, I, it was a lot of it was a lot of the folks who I like kind of watched uh, prepping for this. So you could truly just make up names and I would just <laughs> I would just believe those people exist and that they're flat earthers. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can't speak for everyone's exact uh idea of what the flat earth community was was but you know there were maybe like uh i asked at one point how many attendees were there they said 600 people at rsvp'd by my eyeball there were max at one point you know like 400 people in the room and all of them seemed to know who these people were so it's um whoever they are they have a big following that's you know i, I was I, I guess i wasn't sure i was gonna ask you how many people do you think attended and i guess i wasn't sure if i was gonna think like Maybe there was 50 people there or maybe there was a thousand people. Like I wasn't sure what to expect. But when you just said 400, I was like, huh, that's more than I guess I was going to picture, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I, could, I could honestly be off because like if you show me like a large crowd of people, I, I'll guess anywhere within like, you know, a 500 person range. Right. But they told me 600 people RSVP'd and it seemed like maybe about 400 at any given time. It was a two day thing, big auditorium. So give or take. But I mean, that's like when you consider the cheapest ticket for one person, the early bird ticket was like $130 and everything, you know, is more expensive going up. Like people shelled out for that and hotel rooms, flights. Um, it's a Flights? Little... Oh, yeah. Flights? Well, <laughs> they flat. Usually... <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you could fly across the flat plane back and forth uh, you know, because the entirety of Earth would either be to your left or right, I assume. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, it's so funny, actually, because I spent um, the first night. My my biggest commitment was I'm like, it was all in a hotel, right? It was a conference center, hotel, hotel bar. I'm like, I'm going to get drunk with the flat earthers. So I went to the bar and just like tried to find people who would like just put up with me. Um, and I ended up talking to some people who are flight attendants. And they're like, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's probably like um, flight paths are kind of made up and the pilots are fooled or, you know, when they say you're doing a, uh, a intercontinental flight, you're not taking the path they say or they say that you have to like stop in uh, in, you know, the Middle East, like Dubai, where a lot of uh, flight changes are. Um, because you can't actually go the flight routes that are on the globe because the, oh or the, you know, it's just, um, oh my yeah. God, I'm actually really worried now that we, cause if there's flat earther flight attendants, then there's gotta at least be one pilot out there who is a flat earther. I mean, here's the thing. They do believe, and the worst part is that I've now seen this map, the flat earth flight map, like drawn out. Um, so they do believe that they're flying in set patterns, right? So if it gives you any comfort, even a flat earth pilot thinks they're going from point A to point B, but it looks radically different from what it actually looks like on the map because I've done the thing where they just like flatten out the map and, um, and, and present that as fact. So I don't think a flat earth pilot would crash. I just think they'd have a wild misunderstanding of where they left from what they've traveled over and where they've arrived. Uh, it, it, do have, did in your in your uh, interaction with flat earthers did they ever accidentally use the phrase around the world? No, <laughs> no. There's like, people people were committed to it. I mean, people weren't joking. Like it's genuinely their their belief system. And yeah, I mean, it's 
it's an all-encompassing ideology. So I did not hear anyone slip up. Now, now how does how does like you know how does being a flat earther affect these folks uh, in their daily? Like, did anyone tell you like how it sort of affects them in their daily life? Because uh, I don't know how it would, or but it seems like something that would. I mean, I don't know that I do anything different knowing the earth is round, but but I mean, I also would just live my life knowing that that is the reality. And when I would see, I guess, a picture of earth from space, or if I was paying attention to news like NASA just landing a new rover on Mars, you know, I would understand that stuff to be uh, real and I would uh, understand the basic, at least the basic science of it. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because, like, if you ask a lot of people that, um, you know, how it affects their life, if you ask them, like, up front, they'll tell you that it affects a lot of their politics. Like, a lot of them have, on at least surface level, like a very, like, uh, kumbaya kind of, you know, um, sort of world peace, anti-government uh mentality and they'll say well you know when you realize the earth is flat you realize that all the world governments have been lying to us they're trying to divide us you realize that you know we should just be like looking out for for our fellow man and everything i'm like oh that's i mean i get it i don't think the earth is flat but it's admirable but i think um i think the ideology has sort of affected people in in more personal ways than everyone wants to admit i think um i mean one thing is it's such a such a wild idea and um it's so you know funny to a lot of people that quite a few people told me that they've you know experienced some kind of like rejection from friends or family there's a element of isolation um where you know people talked about i don't know how to come out as a flat earther on facebook or you know this part of my family laughs at me or my sister says i'm crazy i've seen people on flat earth facebook talk about you know their bosses being like, can you not post so much flat earth stuff, you know, on your page is weird. Um, so, I mean, I think that is a really uh, legitimate aspect and I'm not sure everyone wants to talk about it, but I think what, what worries me is one, you know, people being isolated and two, I think there's a kind of compounding effect of, of that where um, when you do feel isolated, you look for acceptance. And I think that turns people, you know, doubly in, inward toward, more flat earthers, you know, people who accept them without any, without any judgment. So it, it definitely has a bearing on people's real lives. Right. And so you, you mentioned how a lot of them seem to have, you know, it affects their politics and being that a lot of Christian fundamentalists or, or people of, you know, that, that sort of outlook, uh, are into the flat earth movement. Um, do, do you find them agree? Uh, or I don't know about agreeing, but, uh, yeah, probably agreeing, agreeing or believing in. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, other sort of, I guess, right wing conspiracies. Like how many, how many QAnon people were there? <laughs> I, asked, I actually asked quite a few people about QAnon um, and variously like I got like, oh, you know, I'm not really sure. or I don't know what that is. Someone told me she's like, this was amazing to me. She's like, QAnon is just someone on a forum telling you what to believe. And I say to question everything. I'm like, OK, I mean, I agree with part one. I don't. I don't agree that you're applying part two, but okay. Um, you know, what's interesting is that, um, especially I think with some of the more um, religiously driven people or people who come to it from uh, from like far right conspiracy is I started um, 
noticing quite a few like anti-Semitic conspiracy theories popping up. Mm. You know, you you ask people, well, well, who's hiding flat Earth? And people are like, oh, the government or the the cabal and then someone's like freemasons and someone's like the jews uh, i found a book that was like oh you know flat earth is actually uh it's a conspiracy it's jews hiding that that the earth is flat because they want you to believe that it's round so that they can you know control your children in school um and you know i don't think there's anything inherent <laughs> I, yeah i don't think there's anything like inherent to flat earth that makes it anti-semitic i'm not saying the whole thing is anti-semitic but we have like um, when you look at conspiracy theories, especially ones that allege like a huge cover up, there is usually this space for saying that like some kind of minority is behind it. Right. Uh, or some kind of elite group. And because of how conspiracies have really conspiracy theories have really worked in the past you know, couple hundred years the narrative is already there to accuse Jewish people of being behind it. You know, in Nazi Germany, they accuse Jewish people of being behind their loss in world war two. Uh, you know, you get all kinds of allegations about Jewish world control, that kind of thing. So I think a lot of people who wouldn't inherently be anti-Semitic, who don't really, um, naturally harbor much hate they come to this and they look for who's behind it and there's this ready-made narrative and it's like you're talking to someone you think is totally normal and then they just say something like totally out of the blue you're like I can, can we back up to where this was kind of normal so yeah there um there's definitely uh a right-wing element to I think a lot of people's thinking in, in this community did, did any of them tell you why they think that I don't know I, I guess People, I guess, not specifically Jews, but they're part of that, it seems. Why uh, people in general would want to uh, make them believe the earth is round? Like, I don't know, I'm trying to think in their, in their logic, like what, the, the, the Jewish people can't control the media if the earth is flat? I mean, I don't understand There's, the logic behind that. I, asked, I probably <laughs> asked like 15 people this question, and I got so many different answers. The most like very specific one I got, and this is crazy because this guy says he formerly worked in, at NASA. I can't prove it. And he said he worked in electronics, so he probably wouldn't have like been on spaceships, but that's what he told me. Um, he's like, my theory is that um, he's like, well, you see all these aliens in popular culture. And uh, my theory is that the people who are hiding flat Earth are worried about Jesus coming back. So they're telling you that there's outer space, there's no outer space, and that when Jesus does come back, we'll mistake him for an alien and we'll fight him. I'm like, hmm. badass. That's a, that's a blockbuster movie yeah. ready to go. Dude, your, your, your talents were being wasted at NASA anyway. You should be writing scripts <laughs> yeah this, that is a michael bay movie like i'm i'm convinced um but yeah it's it's um there's a lot of theories you know people just kind of alleging like kind of nebulous world control things um people saying they want they want to uh, a lot of people say that flat earth i'm sorry the globe earth is an attempt to deny god and by denying god controlling people and you know it's like most people kind of go circular on it if you keep asking them why it doesn't ever fully land right I, i'm just so <laughs> it's it's amazing so it it's it's one of these conspiracies that really doesn't really wrap up all the conspiracies but there's a lot of overlap i guess uh with the people and what they believe um and speaking of the people there were some interesting uh people you specifically 
mention in your piece. I want to touch on a few of them. Uh, speaking of airplanes before, there were people telling you that certain flights could not exist? Yeah. Some people told me that like you can't go um, to Australia direct or you can't go from Australia to South Africa. You can't go direct from the U.S. to South Africa. And I've gone to both South Africa and Australia <laughs> within the past four years. But was direct. it direct? Oak? Okay, just making it sure. Hmm. It was the longest flight. I would know if hmm. it was not direct. Um, maybe we're just circling around the flat earth trying to Wait, burn time. What, what would a flat earth, how would a flat earth stop you from having a direct flight? I don't under, like what, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're saying because we, like we'll go over like certain like far north or far, far south i'm not a pilot but they say that you can't do that because the earth is flat so you can't make that like weird curved path that you see it you see in flight paths um but they if, say it's too long but if, but if the earth is flat i'm just i'm just i'm just spitballing here <laughs> maybe i'm looking too much into this but <laughs> the earth is flat i'm assuming you know i'm picturing like a video game when you know you're playing a game Things are in front of you, things are behind you, things are to your left, things are to your right. If you have to get to somewhere, those are your directions. You could do that. It's probably easier to fly direct if the earth was flat than it is if it was a globe. <laughs> I have genuinely so many questions. Like you, like, like as a reporter, you go into a conversation with like, oh, I'm going to you know, try and touch on A, B, and C. And you leave and you're like, why didn't I interrupt them at like all of these points? Because I have so many questions. So yeah, I mean... You can you can stop and you can challenge this on anything. And after a certain point, you just like you just for the sake of like having a coherent conversation, you just have to be like, uh huh, uh huh, cool, um, and just like let it go because that's the that's the only way you're gonna get through a conversation. Right. So another uh, person. These are two people you spoke to, and this is an interesting one. Speaking of uh, people who were there who didn't exactly believe the Earth was flat, there was two brothers you spoke to. One was a flat earther. And one was just along for the ride. Now, I thought I think that's very interesting because uh, that other brother certainly must have uh, had quite the experience seeing, uh, you know, I don't know what I would do if I went to an event and saw my poor sibling uh, being, you know, a sucker for this sort of thing. Can I say, so the brother who did believe I was talking earlier about an atheist, that was him. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. I like... In in full disclosure, these two ruled. They were really funny, um, and they were just like, it was like a, it was like a Cohen brothers thing. Like they just this banter going on, and one would be like, like Mike, like you can't you can't see the ISS from Earth, and the guy's like, yes, let me go and get you a like a telescope. He's like, okay, go get me a telescope, and he's like, okay, cool. We want to go stand outside. No, it's cloudy, and it just it was like. They were like, they were good sports about it. Um, but it, it was really funny just to like see that dynamic because, you know, they like clearly loved each other and they grown up together. They had all this commonality, except they could not agree on the earth shape. It was wild. <laughs> I, I, I feel bad for the, uh, you know, it's weird too that he, the, the one that believes is the atheist because you have a brother who doesn't believe. You already are a skeptic. You think those two things combined, you know, someone in your life constantly badgering you over this, combined with your atheism, you'd, you'd eventually flip. But I guess this guy really believes the earth is flat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he more than a lot of other people said, you know, I'm still like I'm evaluating evidence. I'm not going to rule out forever that it's that is not a globe. But I mean, he was he was sold on it. Do, do flat earthers believe that like we're all just living on top? Like, is there an other side? 
Like, are there people living on the underside of Earth? Not to my knowledge. Um, this, again, this this particular school of flat earthers, like, they very strictly believe, like, this is it. There's nothing on the underside. There's nothing outside the dome. There's no, it's, it's not even like an absence of space. It's just nothing. It's entirety, you know? So that's, uh, that's the world. How, I don't even know why I'm asking, continuing to ask some of these things, but how do they think a dome that big, like, the, it's way more believable that the Earth is round than that human beings created a extra super extremely large dome to cover it no, all. No, no, God made the extra large dome. Oh, oh, I misunderstood. Yeah, uh, I, it's common mistake. I mean, again, there's no <laughs> consensus. People, people have their differing hypotheses, but I'm just, you know, describing the prevailing idea here. It was a, it's a, it's a God dome. Wow. So we're just like god's like pets like he put us in this little like cage thing and and he just look oh okay so (laughs) geez i don't even know how to take that i i I almost find it more believable now that people would have made the dome than god so amazing let's, let's let's talk about actually uh there's this incredible uh saga in your piece that everybody should read, first of all, because it's fantastic. But there's this incredible saga where apparently uh, there's one of the many uh, Flat Earth celebrities apparently has a, a, uh, a v- 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 nemesis who pretends to be them. Yeah, and like full disclosure, I don't – I have not figured out completely what this is. Um Basically, there's like there's a little like flat Earth community, um, and it has a couple celebrities in it, and someone is pretending to be them online. In fact, maybe more than one person, or they're pretending to be the people pretending to be them. I don't know. I have spent just an incredible amount of time trying to work this out. Um, but yeah, like someone's like registering websites in their name and registering GoFundMe's in their name. And the two sides are warring against each other and calling each other frauds. One uh, called in a bomb threat on behalf of the other. The other said that the FBI showed up at his house and did a raid in response to the bomb threat. But I looked up the footage that he said was footage of the raid and it's not footage of the raid. It's from a CBS channel like five months before he said the raid took place. So nobody is uh completely telling the truth here i'm just i'm i'm fascinated i i don't have answers like it's just like it's it's like um it's like the russian nesting dolls of hoaxes you just like it's like is this legit is this legit and like i almost wonder if like if it's not just like a huge troll on on behalf of people who just think it's funny I mean, if there's no honesty in the flat earth community, what does this world come to, right? I mean, <laughs> no, this is, this is supposed to be the truth community. <laughs> so uh, on, on, uh, on our YouTube stream here, there's a comment from uh, Kennedy who uh, seems to really want to know more about these flat earth musicians. He's very <laughs> interested in this. All right. Um, number one flat earth musician. Got a plug in. Name is Flat Earth Man. The YouTube channel, I think, is Conspiracy Music Guru. And like, I, I have to give credit where it's due. He's a talented musician. I will say, though. So he has his whole persona. He sings about, you know, Earth is flat, space is fake, 
satellites are alive. And his whole thing is like, he's this like Texas cowboy and he's got the hat and he's got, you know, the, the Texas drawl. I'm like, sweet. I can't wait to interview him at the conference. And I go up and he's completely British. He's extremely British. And I'm like, wait, this whole thing is supposed to be about honesty and, uh, and, uh, yeah. And not putting on airs. Yeah. He's a British guy living in Spain. He's not Texas at all, which is funny, but he's, um, his songs are bangers, you know, go, go listen to the satellite hoax. It's Wait, a so great he, song. So he's legitimately actually good. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I, by my standards of not being able to sing or play instruments. Sure. Yeah. His, his videos top quality. He's got a green screen. He does the whole, uh, flat earth production route. It's, um, I recommend watching it for no other reason, just to like, to know it's there. And what is it? Flat Earth, uh, what's his name? Flat Earth? Flat Earth Man. Flat Earth Man. All right. You know what? Maybe after we, uh, we finish talking, I'll, I'll, uh, listen to some, I'll play some of these for the, uh, live streamer, the uh, people in the chat. Um, so let's, uh, talk about, uh, let's go to this. Cause this is something that sort of went from, you know, this flat earth story is fun and incredible, but this is what really hit the mainstream because there was an actual, not a flat earth celebrity, a legitimate celebrity, at least by today's standards <laughs> at, the Flat Earth Conference. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul was there. Logan um, Paul. It was extremely weird um, because I interviewed him. I don't think he's a flat earther at all. Like he was like laughing and like, you know, he, I mean, I don't care for him, but I don't think he thinks the earth is flat. But um, did he present, yeah, he went up, Did he present himself as someone who believed it? Yes. Yes, he did. He did a speech on the second day. And they introduced him because they love YouTube, right? YouTube is huge. They're like, he's got 18 million. Sub- I don't know. He's got a lot of subscribers. So, and they're all, so they were promoting. They're all impressionable young kids to all his subscribers. Um, so they were promoting him based on his subscriber count. Yeah. And he went up, he did this like little speech. He's like, uh, I'm Logan Paul and I'm coming out of the Flat Earth closet. And like, and everyone lost their shit. They're just like, yeah. I'm like, no, he's kidding. He's, he's, I mean, he had a film crew there. I'm sure he's making a video. It's going to be like, whoa, we went to the flat earth closet. Remember, closet. Wow. He said coming out of the flat earth. Closet. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, we went there. Remember when I uh, laughed at a dead person in the uh, suicide forest? No, don't remember that. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't think he's sincere at all. Um, but what's funny is I mentioned earlier in the podcast, they had a major, uh, flat earth celebrity who, um, who was supposed to be there, but backed out last minute. That guy emailed me last week and he's like, I just want you to know that the reason I backed out of the flat earth conference was I found out Logan Paul was there and I cannot in good conscience share a stage with him. I'm like, I get it. Like, wow. So they lost one of their own. Celebrity, someone who actually is known in that community, just to basically, I don't know, I guess, use someone who's got a big subscriber account. They were, they they were drawn in by the influencer economy. <laughs> oh yeah, and like what's so funny, this this ruled um, is that most people there didn't know who he was. <laughs> like they they love YouTube and they're like they've got their huge celebrities, but they didn't really most people know who Logan Paul was. So there was like a huge line to talk to like Flat Earth Man and Logan Paul was just kind of wandering around. And then 
this is like further evidence that they didn't know who he was. Um, someone recently emailed me who'd been at the Flat Earth Conference, accused me of bringing Logan Paul, who they still didn't appear to know who he was, but as a, as a stooge to make uh, Flat Earth look dumb. They thought like I brought him as a plant. I'm like, I cannot summon Logan Paul, actually. I'm, I'm a glorified blogger, um, and I wouldn't do it if I could. So, yeah, he didn't. Um, I don't think he got exactly the response they were hoping, but it's, he was there. Right. That's I, I sort of wish I knew Logan Paul, not because I think he's cool. In fact, I would probably hate every moment of knowing him, but there's probably money to be made from being a friend of Logan Paul. <laughs> Absolutely. You, know, uh, you, you too can uh, have the weird uh, YouTube merch and live in a YouTube dorm with 15 other YouTubers. Right. So, oh, well, speaking of merch, actually, I'm, I'm assuming that other than the conference, there are other grifts within the Flat Earth community. I mean, what's a, what's a conspiracy without a grift? Of course. I mean, even there, you could buy T-shirts, you could buy hats, uh, Bibles. Can you buy a Bible? Oh, I'm sure you could buy a Bible. You could buy flat earth books. Um, you can pay money to uh, fund this guy's rocket trip. He's building something called a, um, a raccoon, a rocket balloon. And he hmm. says that he's going to fire a rocket. He's going to, you know, attach himself to a rocket, fire it into space. And then when it gets to the point where he can't go up in the rocket anymore with the you know, size of the small rocket he built, he's going to release a balloon and that's going to take him up higher, high enough to the point where he can see the curvature of the earth, take a picture of it and prove that there is no curvature. So you can give him money. Ah, and he's going to do this all just strapped to a rocket. Yeah, he's actually done a stunt already strapped to a rocket, and he did it fine. I mean, you know, it was a, I, heard, I heard he was, like, a little injured at the end, but he did it just fine. Like, again, I have to give credit where due. You know, him, Flat Earth Man, they're, they're doing stuff within the medium. Wait, so do they, do they think, like, you know, they – because how – I mean, there's a dome, so he would only go so far up, right? I mean, yeah. has, has he thought this through? <laughs> <laughs> so I think his reasoning is, like – Okay, so they say um, you can start to see curvature at around 35,000 feet if you have like a 60-degree view of vision. Um, and so I guess he wants to go up that high and take a picture to prove that even if you're up that high, there's no curve. It doesn't Even that doesn't seem like it's, it would be completely scientifically convincing. Like you can't take one picture and be like, this this disproves this, this the, uh, the globe. But I mean, I, I applaud his efforts. Right, I mean... Honestly, if I was there and he told me that little math equation you just told me, I would say, you know what? I believe you. That's you, you thought this through more than I have. I mean, and pretty much if you tell me any math, I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. So, so what? You know, what? When when people are at this conference, um, I mean, and you've been to conferences before that weren't flat Earth conferences, other than the actual topic of the the show, flat Earth uh, beliefs, is it just like any other sort of conference event? Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of people are just there to mingle, right? I mean, it's for a lot of them, it's a community. It's a community that's sort of um, given them support when they, I think a lot of people don't feel like they have support in other walks of life. So, yeah, a lot of people are just hanging out. Like, um, I think I saw the prelude to a Fly Earth hookup. I can't be sure, but, like, there's, you know. there There are people who just, you know, would hang out for a long time. I'm like, okay. I mean, listen, it's it's got to be um, hard. Maybe it's hard to find a date in the Flat Earth community. I don't know. But, yeah, people are just there to hang out and um, 
definitely people got drunk. I mean, it was sort of flat earth summer camp. <laughs> Is flat earth gathering of the juggalos perhaps? Is that? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, that would that'd be the uh, that's the dream. It's like the uh, the most ambitious crossover. Right. But they're, you know, Juggalos, I, I don't want to throw them under the bus because they're they're honestly way too smart for this. Shit. <laughs> Jugg- Juggalos are incredibly legit. Some of them some of them have really good politics. It's actually yes, like they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's too bad they are they're on the FBI. Uh, why? Because that's just ridiculous. They're on the FBI like terrorist or gang list or something. Yeah, they're they're a gang gang designation, which is crazy. <laughs> so were there? Did anyone? Uh, I know you don't have much more time, but did speaking of hookups, I guess the next logical step is: uh, were there any kids at this <laughs> at this flat Earth event? Yeah, there were. Um, I mean, it wasn't the majority i'd say maybe the um the like largest demographic was like early 60s men (laughs) but yeah there were kids there were families um and i mean i guess it makes sense right like if you if your whole belief system is like earth is flat and i mean it turns into like a religious and a political thing yeah you bring your kids in i guess um i I, there are some flat earth youtube kids i mean it's actually not going to talk about them and let them do their thing but yeah it's um <laughs> but yeah it's it's not limited to adults i mean people people were there with the whole gang um and that, that was kind of strange to me right right now kelly i gotta tell you you know when i invited you on the show uh I, i'm a little disappointed honestly because when i invited you on the show i assumed that you went there they won you over and you're going to come on the show and try to convert me to become a flat earther as well. So I was I ready actually, for it. I was ready for it. <laughs> if, you, if you like play my audio backwards, it's just going to be like all, it's all going to be uh, flat earth stuff and everyone will be convinced. It's all been subliminal. So uh, eventually you'll convert. <laughs> right, right. So Kelly Wild of the Daily Beast, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about uh, the flat earth conference. Uh, really one of my favorite guests to have on the show. And I'm sort of distracted right now because I just received a really weird... I get uh, Donald Trump's tweets sent to my phone because I'm still crazy. I'm crazy. I I believe there's... Oh, it's a retweet. Okay. But basically, uh, a Donald Trump tweet showed up that turns out to be a retweet, but it popped up and it's completely in uh, Korean. So I was a bit taken back. (laughs) I thought Donald Trump has gone... had went nuts and just decided to tweet in Korean. I'm not ruling it out. Like it's you know, out of all the things that could happen, it's like it's on the likelier end of things. So. Right. I also just realized that I said if Donald Trump went nuts, which is giving him too much credit, and I also realized that before we started this uh, interview, uh, we, I was discussing that I had some reservations giving Logan Paul attention, as you come on a show where I literally give some of the worst conspiracy theorists attention, but. I guess Logan Paul, in some ways, with his much larger uh, platform than any of these other people, uh, many ways, I guess, is the, the worst of them all. Really? Maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, as <laughs> as I was interviewing him with one of his camera people filming me, I'm like, God damn it, I'm going to end up on a video and like all like 18 million of his mean 12 year old followers are just going to dunk on me. So um, <laughs> did that yeah, happen? I- did you get Logan Paul backlash? Um, fan I backlash, not, I should say. I have not got fan backlash because I don't think he's made a video. Ah. Um, 
but I, I also feel like if he did make a video and if I even briefly appear in it, someone will find me. You so know, um, that's even more startling to me, being that how I just said how he has that platform that his fans literally apparently uh, are so into him that they're not even paying attention to other news talking about him. They just watch what he has to say, which is a little bit startling, actually, because if I was a fan of somebody. Uh, and and not in this you know younger YouTube uh, teen audience, you know I I pay attention to the news. So if someone's talking about a celebrity, an actor, or a pro wrestler that I like, and they do something outside their own world that they broadcast, uh, I I would want to know about it. But apparently, uh, his fans will just take the world presented by Logan Paul. Yep, and it's like flat earthers, like they take the world presented by their favorite YouTubers, so it's uh, it's not as weird as it seems. Right, and in the end, I guess they do belong together. <laughs> Kelly, thank you for, for spending your Friday night talking about the Flat Earth Society with us. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good night. You too, bye. Bye. All right, everybody, uh, let me just pull up. Ah, the old YouTube chat. Um, you went first. Why don't I pull up this? Where did I? What did I do with that? This flat Earth man. Let's let's listen to some of his songs here. Let's see. Uh, new song, Flat Earth Man. Welcome to the satellite hoax. Let's see what this. Oh, I got an ad popping up. Hold on, I'll pull up the. Uh, let me skip the ad here. All right. I am bringing up Flat Earth Man. I'm doing a split screen here. Uh, okay, you can see me on YouTube. And here we go. Let's let's play this bad boy. Let's give it a listen. Ooh, you can listen to his stuff on Spotify and iTunes, Amazon Music, and Google Play. He's up on all the, the digital music platforms, this Flat Earth Man. Welcome to the Satellite Hoax. All right, let's do this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Not real satellite footage, this says. It's a man in a cowboy hat with footage of satellites flying behind him on a green screen. This is incredible. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Let's fast forward to some lyrics here. Here we go. Oh my god, he's sitting on a a satellite. Oh my god. Oh my god. I gotta say, and remember that Kelly said that this guy, she met him, you know, at the conference, and he's actually uh, a British guy. You know, it wasn't half bad, to be honest with you. If this was like uh, a guy who was in on the joke and his whole gimmick was this was a parody, it'd be pretty good, actually. 
because you would allow the music to it's actually the music's not you know it's not great but it's not bad oh boy that was that was an experience in and of itself uh, it was it was it was certainly catchy yes for sure certainly catchy let's go back to the, let's go to the the comments here and then i think i could uh oh look at that i just pulled up the comments on the the stream here all right let's see Sean's own uh, reminded me at the beginning of the show that I did not tweet that I am live now. I did not self-promote. He was telling me to self-promote. Thank you, Sean. And when I saw your message, I did. You reminded me to. Uh, the Norwegian 76 asked, surveillance, how does that happen? Do they attach cameras to the Earth Dome? I mean, that's what I assumed. I should have asked Kelly, but it seemed pretty obvious that if the dome is overreaching and on top of them all, it keeps us all confined on this flat Earth we live on then, I mean, that's where they would be. Kennedy says the dome is a camera lens. Ooh, that would be something else, wouldn't it? I wonder if that's... Now, that's a conspiracy. Uh, that sounds like they would believe, actually. So maybe you should pitch that to them if they, don't already, if they haven't already thought of it. Start your own Flat Earth Grift. The Norwegian 76 says, How come no one has ever reported from the edge of the dome? Right. Oh, and I forgot to ask Kelly the most obvious of questions, but I guess it's sort of cliche in a way. Uh, why hasn't anyone ever fallen off this flat earth? Like just gone over the side, just fallen off. I guess I sort of asked that when I asked, are people living on the underside of earth? Because if they were and you went to the edge, obviously you would just like go under. Sort of like a, a factory-esque conveyor belt. The Norwegian uh, continues, uh, the Flatter Society's proof the internet was a mistake. Funny thing is, like in 2003, my band, my punk band at the time, we played a few shows with a, a local New Jersey hardcore band called Flat Earth Society. And me being 15, 16, it was like 2003, 2004, um, I guess I had heard of Flat Earth, but I was like, Flat Earth Society? And I looked up and I was like, oh, these guys are are doing a play off of that. Ah, and I... I that literally, that's how long I've really known about, at the very least, since high school, the early 2000s. Uh, it's, it's an old conspiracy, and it's, it definitely goes before that. I think it's even, it, it certainly predates even, even the truthers. Um, Brett Reed asks, The Flat Earth people are so ridiculous that I'm never sure if they're serious or this is at all an elaborate joke. Right. I mean, it also sort of makes them the makes them harmless in a way. It's their other beliefs that that sort of dip into this one. The other conspiracies that they believe in because they're already so deep into one as extreme uh extremely crazy as flat earth flat eartherness, I guess you can say. Um Sean Zone, how do flat earthers explain meteors? Um The Norwegian adds dome debris. That, that that makes sense, actually, from their perspective, doesn't it? Uh, Brett Reed, listening to arguments, uh, continues, listening to arguments about how gravity doesn't exist is kind of hilarious, though. Uh, the progressive atheists, it is not kind of progressive, uh, not kind of hilarious, Brett. It is extremely, certainly 110% hilarious. The progressive atheist says, Matt Binder looks like Rasputin. Why, thank you. 
<laughs> uh, Kennedy says, I love everything about this. All right. Brett adds, funniest episode of Doomed ever. Thank, uh, thank you. I hope all the episodes, minus, I guess, the white supremacist ones, are the funniest episodes of Doomed ever. But in a way, I think I sort of could also sometimes make those white supremacist ones fun too. Uh, Kennedy says, I want to go to Flat Earth Con 2019. I really do too, actually. Uh, Brett says, come on, guys. The ISS is a myth just like Obama's birth certificate. Ha- uh, uh, backslash S for sarcasm. Kennedy says, so what? Does God collect snow globes or something? You know, that was my first thought too, and I was about to say that to Kelly. But then I realized that the word globe is in that. So, No. You cannot say we live in a snow globe. However, there are those flat ones, right? The ones that aren't globes. Like those cheap ones with the plastic at the bottom that's like just like a half globe, a.k.a. a dome. Perhaps that is the, real, the, the, the reality of it all, isn't it? We're all living in one of those half uh, snow globes. Half globes. <laughs> um, progressive atheist. Uh, Earth is flat. No, I'm not crazy. I'm just more informed than you. Not only is Earth flat, it's also expanding as well. Kennedy uh, adds in, that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Why would anyone want to listen to Logan Paul give a speech? Right. Amazing that the Flat Earthers were also sort of like, ooh, his uh, YouTube subscriber count. This can get us some attention. But other than that, they could not give a damn who Logan Paul was. I relate to that on many levels with the Flat Earthers. Uh, Kennedy Crouch, uh, the conspiracy theory grift is a huge on the dumb bro part of YouTube. It's huge. Right, 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 it is. It is huge. I'm sorry. Let me say it how I do. Huge with a Y. Uh, Brian Arguello, Logan Paul has to reach out to Flat Earthers to book a speech. That's, you know what? I almost think, though, uh, that he did it for, while I know the point you're making and I agree with it, I also think he clearly has a, a content uh, goal in mind here of his own. Ever the uh, YouTube content creator, I'm sure Logan Paul is looking at the big uh, content picture. Uh, Brett Reed adds, uh, yes, Paul sees it as a new market. I'd rather give my money to an actual raccoon. Um, oh, speaking of the, the weird name th- rocket thing. Right. Right. That was incredible. Kennedy, uh, I'm with you. If Logan Paul begins to align himself with the cause that I'm passionate about, I would have to reconsider that belief regardless of what it was. Juggalos are actually pretty cool. They just listen to bad music. Right. And you know what? I have to say that sometimes there's some ICP songs that are quite catchy. Uh, Magnets, how do they work? Come on. Although that's a little bit flat earther there, right? That whole song. It's a bit... A little bit on the uh, the flat earther spectrum of things, isn't it? Hmm. Now I'm I got the the gears turning in my head. To be honest with you. Uh, oh, I'm getting a text message here from Romina. Let's see. Oh, she was listening to the episode. Let's see here. She has a comment to add too. Uh, I think some of them think that the researchers and scientists in Antarctica are actually there to keep people from going to the edge of the Earth. Wait, what? And North Pole, she adds. So wait, so some of them think that the researchers and scientists in Antarctica are actually there to keep people from going. That's, that's... I gotta read this again. 
some of them think that the researchers and scientists in Antarctica are actually there to keep people from going to the edge of the Earth. In the North Pole and Antarctica, right, right. Wow. So, <laughs> scientists living in, researchers and scientists living in Antarctica and the North Pole are actually the flat earther version of like the border patrol, I guess. But their job is to stop us from, from falling over the edge and learning the truth. So what about on the left and right then? Like if we go up and there's the North Pole, we go down and there's uh, South, I should say, and there's uh, Antarctica. So to the east and to the west of us, what's going on there? Is there is that just the, the no man's land where we're free to actually discover? Someone, someone involved in the government here did not think this through. Deploying troops to Antarctica and South uh, to Antarctica and North and the North Pole to block us from discovering the edges of the Earth, but they forgot about the edges on the east and the west. Unbelievable. The government really screwed this up, didn't they? God damn it. Now people are going to discover the truth. This is too much. <sighs> Brett, attach camera and GPS tracker to a helium balloon. Let it go. Track it down after it falls back to Earth. See the curvature of Earth. Middle schoolers have figured this out. Again, the government did not account for these middle schoolers and their elementary school level science projects. Kennedy says, amazing interview, LOL. Thank you. Norwegian says, great one. Uh, Kennedy calls the flat earth uh, man, guy, whatever he is, flat earth kid rock, which I will now be calling him that because it is a much better description. Michael Spencer, turn the music up. Oh, I'm sorry, did I have it too low? My bad. Well, Google Flat Earth Guy, Flat Earth Man, whatever. Flat Earth Man. And he'll come up. The problem is the uh, the audio level controls on my uh, streaming software, they allow me to control the audio that you guys hear, but it does not also affect that audio for my headphones. Um, so... I blew it there, I guess. I'm sorry. Uh, Norwegian also adds Kid Rock Flat Earther. Uh, Kennedy says, this is going to be stuck in my head, LOL. Speaking of the song, uh, Theos, Theos Praxis, with the comment of the night, he's the Jimmy, the Jimmy Reefer cake of Flat Earthers. Yes, for you non-majority majority reporter uh, listeners, which probably of all of you is very few, Jimmy Reefer Cake is a longtime listener of the Majority Report with Sam Cedar, where I used to work. And he would send in a weekly song. I think he still does, actually. This is years now. He sends in, sends in a weekly song to be played on the Friday program of the show, uh, Friday version of the show, where it's uh, Jimmy Reefer Cake's uh, riffing on the weekend news. And let's just say the guy's name is Jimmy Reefer Cake, so he's uh, very special. And his songs are also very special. And Listen, credit where credit is due. He is inter- this his songs are very interesting just like the just like the Flat Earth Man songs. 
Um, some of them are actually very catchy and very good too. But yeah, it's, it's hit or miss with Jimmy Reefer Cake, just like it probably is with this guy. Um, Brian Arguello, in another dimension, this dude writes a song every week and sends it to some Jewish guy's podcast. LMAO, right? The Norwegian 76, LOL, Kennedy, just mashing on the keyboard here, I guess, dying of laughter. Uh, Brett Reed, LOL, Jimmy came to mind. Uh, Brian Arguello, Jimmy Flatcake, right, right. Theo Praxis, Jimmy Pancakes. Oh my God, this is too much. Norwegian, you don't fall off a dome. The dome is in the way, right? Ah, I forgot it, but well, what if the dome extends just a little bit past the edges? Hmm, ever think of that? Jimmy Reefer Dome says Kennedy. Wint James, if Earth was a globe, where are the upside down waterfalls? Right. Oxy, flat earthers are the special few who have outsmarted the great lie and understood the truth about the actual nature of the world. The Norwegian, wake up! Wait, have you not heard about the Antarctic ice wall that NASA has armed guards at, asks Oxy? No, I haven't, Oxy. Would you like to tell me about it? Uh, the Norwegian, uh, how are the, there two poles? Doesn't that go against the concept? Right. Good, good, you know, I guess they have to just go with, they say it's the two poles to further the globalist agenda, right? But in reality, it's just the northernmost point and the southernmost point, right? Or I guess edge, maybe, would be more accurate. <sighs> Who knows? Uh, Axie says, not the North Pole, just the Antarctic. Right, right. I guess, right? Kennedy, LOL, there's a whole different kind of ice. But, but, but dumped right. Uh, Oxy says it's a polar map with the North Pole in the center and the great Antarctic wall surrounding the flat circle. The Norwegian says, I wonder how many flat earthers were homeschooled. Uh, right. Uh, but that also, you want to know something else? You know who else was homeschooled? Michael Brooks, all right? So. <laughs> So maybe, maybe, maybe there's an overlap there. I mean, we often hear Michael talking about foreign policy and 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 uh, what's going on in Brazil and 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 everything else under the sun. But has Michael ever spoken about whether he believes the Earth is round, a globe, or a or flat? That's something maybe uh, should be addressed. I think. Immediately on the Michael Brooks show. Especially after this revelation that uh, Flat Earthers and Michael Brooks both went to the same school. Home. Uh, Oxy. They accounted for it by manufacturing all cameras capable of going that high uh, with white angle lenses that give a fisheye effect. Uh, Theo Dillon. Hmm, too many Theos. <laughs> Ah, uh, Sean Zone says I'd rather hear some IAFC tunes, right? Ooh, I gotta, I gotta pull some up because they're not. Listen, this, that band preluded so much of the internet. Uh, there were songs on MySpace, but uh, when MySpace reverted stuff over, the songs got lost. The, the the account is still there, but they like deleted almost everything off of it except for a few pictures. There, there, the IFC music is out there on on a hard drive I have somewhere. And I'm sure there's 
people actually who have it on their computers from when we were handing out demos and and downloads of it back in 2003 to 2006 when the bands existed. But I don't have them on this computer right now. Um, Ooh, got another text from Romina who was listening to this. Ooh, she sent me a a whole screenshot here. Let's see. From uh, the tfes.org wiki. What is tfes? Oh, is that the Flat Earth Society website? All right, let's read this. Why does the Earth... What does the Earth look like? How is circumnavigation possible? Asks the uh, the wiki question, and let's see the answer. As seen, in the, as seen in the diagrams above, the Earth is in the form of a disk with the North Pole in the center and Antarctica as a wall around the edge. This is generally accepted model among... Oh, let me see if I can pull this up, actually. Hold on. Is it possible to... So you guys can see this. Let me... Let's see here. Because there's a picture of a disc. Let's let's see if I can get this on camera for you guys. One second. For you live YouTube live streamers. All right. So this should do the... Nope, nope. Just gets me back to the... Um, oh, wait. Here we go. Right. And you see that... Uh, See that there? See that disc that they believe? That's what they that's what they think. That's the disc right there for you watching. So basically they view the earth as you know that you know have the you know picture the round earth, how it is, a globe. And picture it in a textbook, how it's printed 2D on a textbook. Now that 2D version of the earth that they see, that round circular globe that's just printed 2D because that's how print on paper works. That's how they think the Earth actually is in in reality. So let me read the. Uh, let's get me back up on the camera here, and let's let's read the rest of this from the wiki. Uh, as seen in the diagram, the Earth is in the form of a disk with the North Pole in the center and and Antarctica as a wall around the edge. This is the generally accepted model among members of the society. In this model, circumnavigation is performed by moving in a great circle around the North Pole. The Earth is surrounded on all sides by an ice wall that holds the oceans back. This ice wall is what explorers have named Antarctica, obviously. Beyond the ice wall is a topic of great interest to the Flat Earth Society. To our knowledge, no one has been very far past the ice wall and returned to tell of their journey. Wait, no one has been very far past the ice wall and returned to tell about their journey. So you're saying that people have been past the ice wall, though, just not very far. So let's hear from them. <laughs> who are these people who went beyond the ice wall, albeit not very far past it? But who are these people who went, who went past the wall? Something's not right here. Let me continue. What we do know is that it encircles the earth and serves to hold in our oceans and helps protect us from whatever lies beyond. Here's a picture of a proposed but certainly not definitive flat earth. That's the image I showed you on YouTube. Other maps representing various flat earth models can be found on our flat earth maps page. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Brett Reed, Brooks was homeschooled? Huh, you learn something new every day. Really? You don't know this? You know, this is disappointing to me because that means once I left the majority report, Michael Brooks being homeschooled 
didn't become a regular, uh, I guess, bit on the show that Sam and, when I was there, myself, badgered him with. I'm very disappointed to hear that the show went downhill after I left now. Really disappointing. If Michael being homeschooled isn't still a regular segment on the program, then, you know, I, 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 I don't know what to say. Disappointing. Disappointing. And speaking of a majority report, uh, this past, uh, was it Thursday, was uh, Sam Cedar's birthday. Happy birthday, Sam. I tweeted him to wish him a happy birthday. But it was also the anniversary of the moment, the one-year anniversary of Mike Cernovich getting Sam fired and literally blowing up the majority report, opening it up to, uh, apparently, very many thousands more people than when I was there. You know, I'm the one who discovered Mike Cernovich. I put that motherfucker on the map when he was in Gamergate and I exposed his old tweets. I was the guy who did that. God damn it. See, that's what happens when you're not a self-promoter. I did that. Cernovich, everyone knew who Cernovich was because of it, but no one knew, knew who, who, who did that stuff, who, who, who exposed them. And then Cernovich got big for being a Trumper and then Trump won the presidency. And then he gets Sam fired and then Sam gets big because he got fired by Cernovich. Unbelievable. See, I was working at the Majority Report during my, my Cernovich uh, expose. If I knew getting fired by Cernovich would take me to these new heights, I would have just asked Sam to fire me from the Majority Report then. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, 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 let's go back to the... I, let's go back to the comments. <sighs> Michael Spencer. You need to start monetizing this gig like Michael Brooks. <laughs> well, there's the Patreon, which we're now an hour and 15 minutes into the show, and I have yet to mention it. Patreon.com slash Matt Binder. That's where you could support this show. I know I've been teasing that once we hit the goal, I will uh, start putting out bonus content for you guys. And literally, we have yet to hit that goal. Every time we gain a subscriber or two or three, we lose a subscriber or two or three. It's insane how that works. And again, if you cannot afford the $5 or less or more or really however much you want to give to uh, help support this show, totally understandable if you can't afford it. Please don't give me money if you need that money. But if you can support this show, please do. But yeah, so that's... But speaking of the bonus stuff, I'm just, I think I'm just going to go ahead with it in the new year. It's going to be 2019. There's going to be... Uh, Speaking of my new uh, trying to be better, better self-promoter, we are going to be full-on into the presidential campaigning season very soon. I am going to take advantage of that season, and I will be doing a lot of extra content, I hope. Definitely a little bit of extra content, if not a lot of extra content. We'll see. Probably maybe one extra show a month, maybe one extra show every two weeks. That'd be two extra shows a month. Maybe one extra show every week. I'll see how it works out. But you guys will definitely be getting that extra stuff in the coming weeks I've been, I've been teasing because uh, let's do this. The Norwegian 76 says, have to ask Brooks about the, glo- about the globalism, right? Oxy says, see, Matt, get your facts straight. Speaking about the, uh, the wiki I was reading that Romina sent me. Uh, Oxy, 
You know what the proof is? It's right in front of your face. Look up the UN logo. Right, right, right. Uh, Brett Reed says, how do they explain the nature of the Earth's magnetic field? The Norwegian, why is it cold in the center of the disk? Right. Also, is there a center of the Earth? Like, journey to the center of the Earth? Like, is there, what, what's, is, is the center just when you walk to the middle of the flat, the, the flat Earth plane, I guess? When there's equal distance to your north, south, east, and west? Is that just the center of the Earth? Uh, also, how far down does the Earth go? How how much ground is there? How much is there an Earth Earth's crust that's just like, just not like, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Sean Zone, we need to get you up to the Logan Paul subscription numbers, right? Well, we can at least do that. Doomed that TV. That's free to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Doomed that TV. Subscribe to that for sure. Hey, you know, if you can't support via Patreon, let's also uh, get people to subscribe to the YouTube channel because then I could eventually monetize it and maybe make up the uh, some some cash money there in lieu of the extra Patreon support. Um, also, leave a review on iTunes, please, if you will, right? Um, I wanted to bring up the Laura Loomer thing that happened yesterday. I almost feel like it's going to get lost at the end of this show. I'll do more about How about this? I'll do more about it on the next episode. But I should talk about it today really quick. And then that'll be the show. So yesterday I'm at work. I'm at Mashable. And uh, uh, I actually was, was out for lunch. I was actually on the phone with a, a, a friend of mine who was my boss over at Cafe. Just, you know, catching up with Blake. Blake Zeff. And uh, got off the phone. Going back to work, and I go online and I see that this Periscope stream popping. Ah, uh, this Periscope stream pops up on my feed. I don't remember who I first saw tweet it, but it wasn't gaining traction at first. And I click it, and it's Laura Loomer handcuffing herself to the front door handle of Twitter's New York City office. And for those of you who don't know, Laura Loomer is a far right-wing conspiracy theorist who uh, sort of rose to fame. Uh, many things ascended uh, her to fame as sort of this online troll. Uh, one was she was one of the uh, foremost uh, Las Vegas shooting conspiracy theorists. She interrupted a Jack Dorsey's congressional hearing yelling about uh, Twitter removing her blue check mark when they took away uh, the verification badge last November, last year, uh, from users that they claim shouldn't have had it to begin with. A lot of them were white supremacists and alt-right figures. Uh, basically, though, people who weren't following Twitter's rules. Uh, what else? She's also the one, uh, the, 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 the woman who stormed the stage of the uh, Shakespeare in the Park last summer, the one where right-wingers were up in arms because uh, Caesar was portrayed as Trump which when Obama was president, that same theater group portrayed Caesar as Obama, but it bothered them that Caesar was portrayed as Trump. So Laura Loomer stormed the stage and interrupted that while uh, Jack Posobiec started screaming about gerbils or whatever from uh, the, what he meant to say was gobbles, but he starts screaming about gerbils uh, from the audience. You know, she, she does uh, things like that. Oh, also last year she was banned for life 
from using Uber and Lyft after going on a tweet rampage about how she couldn't find a non-Muslim Uber or Lyft driver. And once those two companies got a hold of that, they didn't appreciate her disparaging their their drivers. So, uh, yeah, she, uh, last week, uh, tweeted something about uh, one of the uh, congressional uh, House representative-elects, uh, one of the new members of Congress coming in office, the first uh, Somali-American uh, representative, I believe. She tweeted something about her believing in Sharia and attacking her for being, you know, anti-gay, which of course is not true. Just, ta- you know, un, you know, just hor- horrific attacks with absolutely no truth to them. And she got suspended for tw- from Twitter for it. And her account's been banned, I believe, for life. Yes, totally gone. It's suspended, gone. She's off of Twitter. And as someone who uh, was following Jack Dorsey around in real life, begging them to return her blue verification badge, uh, you can naturally suspect that she would not handle her entire Twitter account of, I believe, over 200,000 followers being deleted. She wouldn't handle that quite well. So... She did this stunt where she handcuffed herself to Twitter's uh, front door in New York, in their New York office. Incredible. We'll talk more about that because there's more to say about it, actually, uh, on the next episode. Uh, Sean Zone says, subscribe and like. Oxy says, to Matt, four minutes in the future. It's turtles all the way down. Brett Reed. So I guess we should stop drilling for oil because we might drill right through the other side, right? And then we might just fall through because if we can't get around because of the dome, if we drill through the bottom, that might be problematic because who knows what's under there because if the earth is flat, God would have just made a dome that's just you know on top. He wouldn't suspect we would somehow get on the other side unless the dome is actually goes all the way around like a snow globe type dome. And there are people living on the other, the underside of the flat earth. We'll really have to figure this out. And the final chat message of the day, the night. This is Friday night. Yep. Thank you for spending your Friday night with me, by the way, everybody. I don't know. You could be out. I don't know. Instead of listening to flat earth conspiracy theories, I don't know. You could be out having a social life, going out on a date, uh, drinking with your buddies. But, like I said, you're here with me listening to Flat Earth Conspiracies on YouTube. I truly appreciate it. Brian Arguello with the final chat of the day. Thanks, Binder. That shit, speaking of Laura Loomer, made my day. It was so hilarious. Right. And I covered it on Mashable if you want to go read the uh, story I wrote on Mashable about it. And I believe the headline begins with, uh, Starved for Attention, speaking of Laura Loomer. Uh, and you should definitely all go read uh, Kelly Weil, our guest today's uh, piece on the Flat Earth Conference on the Daily Beast's website. Uh, she also did a follow-up about the blowback from Flat Earth celebrities criticizing the Flat Earth Conference organizers for booking Logan Paul on the uh, event. Very interesting stuff. Sean Zone, thanks, Matt. Great show, IFC Forever. Amazing what was started last week with apparently people uh, in my current life, speaking of IFC. Very few people uh, who I currently interact with speak of IFC. 
it's usually uh, when I run into someone uh, on the street from college or from high school or when my dad, who brought it up in the chat last episode, he, you know, or, or when I see him and he brings it up. I, fantastic now. I really got to find those IFC songs. Maybe even reach out to my old buddies and, and put together an IFC reunion just for you doomed listeners. We'll do a, <laughs> we'll do a live YouTube show. Reunion, right, right. Brett Reed says, take it easy, Matt. Brian says, nice, and we'll leave it there. Uh, thank you all for joining me on the journey to the center of the Flat Earth Conspiracy. See you all next time on Doomed. A Flat Earth Society has been here today Singing happy little eyes On a bright ship command us Sailing far away With great determination And no destination Lie, 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 lie